Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. I am so excited to be here for another Monday recording this for you guys. I hope that you're all doing well. Um, If you ever need someone to talk to, not even just for advice, but you just want to let me know how you guys are doing, feel free. I'm here for you guys. Um, But anyways, let's get into this podcast episode. Um, Today was nice because no school, at least for fellow Americans, because it's President's Day and so... All schools should have had that off. Be very odd if your school didn't. Um, But anyways, yeah, so I I have some personal life updates for you. Basically one big one, and that is I tried to go to in-person school on Friday. Um, So yeah, I went. It was weird. Um, Basically, funny story actually. So I plan to go. um, I have... So at my school, because of COVID, they are splitting up people alphabetically. So basically, people with the last names, I think it's like A through L, go on, you know, Mondays and Thursdays. And then people with last names M through Z go on, you know, other days. So basically, they split it up that way. Um, And because of that, I would only be going in person two times a week, which, you know, is very odd. And then I'd be going just normally on Zoom um, for the other two days because we have one day off that we just do our own assignments, no Zoom. So anyways, um, my day was on Friday, Tuesdays and Fridays, and I decided that I was going to try and go. So I let my friend know. Um, and in my like alphabet group, people who are with me, I only have two friends in the alphabet group, and so it's my good friend, thankfully, and then this other friend that I have, um, who I'm not as close with, but I'm very glad that, like, I have two people that I know in my same, like, group alphabetically, so we all decided that we would go or whatever, and I was like, okay, I got my backpack ready, I cleaned out my back from backpack from last year and it was weird it was like a time capsule like all of my work from like my chemistry class and like all my other classes just still there in their binders like I haven't touched them since probably March 13th of last year so it was kind of weird to go through that but I emptied my backpack got all ready um and I woke up really early because I've been waking up at 7 45 in the morning normally because of zoom um but I got up at like Actually, okay, so I wanted to get up at like 6.30 and my alarm did not go off and so I got up at like 6.56 exactly. I remember looking at the time and being like, shoot, my alarm did not go off. I realized later that it was because I set my alarm for 7.30 instead of 6.30, so that's why it didn't go off. So anyways, I was already like off to a bad start. I like woke up 20 minutes late and I was like, I am barely gonna have enough time to get ready so whatever I managed to get ready like out the door I didn't even like tie my shoes and I was in charge of picking up my friend and the other girl my other friend um and so I pulled up to my friend's house and I saw that like her house was dark like it didn't seem like anyone was like awake and so I facetimed her I called her I texted her and the texts weren't delivering so I'm like okay um please say she's not asleep she was asleep, turns out, so I stayed there for a few minutes, she wasn't answering, and I was like, okay, she's asleep, I 
I don't know what to do now. And then while I was outside of her house, my other friend who I was supposed to pick up called me and she's like, hey, actually, I don't need a ride from you because my teacher just said that he's not doing a first period. So I don't need to go to school, um, at least not for first period. So I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm not going alone. So I went back home I parked and oh and right as as I was pulling into my garage my friend who was asleep calls me and texts me and she's like oh so sorry I slept through five alarms and I'm like oh my god that's so crazy (laughs) I'm like such a light sleeper so it's crazy to me how people can like sleep that heavily and like not wake up to alarms but that's like my my brother like I don't know I guess I know a lot of people like that so she was like, yeah, so sorry. I slept through my alarms. Like maybe we can try and go for second period. So I was like, okay, yeah, we can try that. So I just went to my first period on Zoom, which it's funny because my school, I don't know about like your guys' schools, what you're doing. I don't know if you're fully in person, whatever. Um, But last week was like the first week that my school tried to do in person. And so I think we're just easing in and that's why we're doing the whole alphabetic thing because they don't want all of the school in there at once, which makes sense, obviously, because you know, COVID. So anyways, um, my school basically doesn't really care what you do. Like you can be on zoom or you can be in person as long as you go on like your correct days. But like, even if, you know, it's a Friday for me, that means I can go in person, but if I want to stay on zoom, I can stay on zoom if I want to. So like I can go to my first period on zoom, go to school for second period and come back home and do my next class on zoom like I can do that if I want to so that's why it didn't really matter so I was like okay I'll just do my first period on zoom and then I'll head over to the school and then I went to school I picked my friend up um it was just me and her the other friend decided just to not go um and it was very odd walking into school again like it felt like almost no time had changed even though it's almost been a year but also like it felt like it had been forever I don't even know how to explain it it was just like it was like really sorry my voice just like cracked um it was just really odd to be back there again I guess and I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that but yeah it was just a super weird experience and also weird because no one was there um maybe because it was a Friday and like some a lot of teachers were kind of out that day like they didn't have classes because some of them were getting like vaccines and stuff so whatever it's just not that many people were there on Friday and so that was like a weird day for me to come back because I was like this is so weird. Like my first period was on Zoom, but then my second period, I literally had the teacher, me, and then one other girl in the class. And it was just, if I could describe that day in one word, it'd probably be awkward. (laughs) Not even awkward, just like too chill, like very quiet. And like my third period, which is an AP class, my AP language, um, language arts class, it was me and I don't know, maybe five other people and the teacher, like very small classes, guys. And then my fourth period, I I actually had Spanish, but he was out because he got the vaccine the day before and he's like, I'm going to be sick. So not that you guys care about my, (laughs) my whole school drama, but I just wanted to update you guys. So anyways, I didn't have a fourth period, but then I had to go talk to this lady and blah, blah, blah. So it was just an interesting day because I only went to two of my classes in person. Um, and so tomorrow, since it's Tuesday, that's my day that I'm allowed to go in person. I'm gonna try and go again and just go to all four of my classes in person. But I, I really like just have this feeling that I 
don't like in person and I might just choose to stay on zoom like I don't know yet I'm still deciding because it's weird for me and like I'm honestly such an introvert that it's like very comforting comforting for me to be at home but at the same time I know at home I do not learn as well at all because I'm I don't have people holding me accountable for you know staying focused and stuff like on zoom it's so much easier to not pay attention or start closing your eyes or whatever so I don't know we'll have to see how this goes but I just wanted to update you guys on my whole personal life as far as school goes because that that was odd (laughs) going back to school in person but I don't know I think we're all just figuring this stuff out and people are getting vaccinated and all this so things are slowly changing and I guess I'm gonna have to get used to like interacting with people again but yeah (laughs) so on that note I am going to jump into my advice segment let's get into the first voice message this is not anything I want to advise with. I just wanted to know if you had a great Valentine's Day. And if you don't really celebrate Valentine's Day, how was your day yesterday? Oh, this was super sweet. I appreciate this. Um, You know, my day was very uneventful. Um, I was with my friend for like the morning, part of the morning. Um, But I just went home. I think I what did I even do I don't even remember I think I was just working on some stuff oh I was watching Netflix like it was just a very chill day I was mostly in my room and at home not doing anything which is fine with me because I didn't really have anything to do so yeah I would say it was just a a regular day for me honestly but I do want to say that it's so funny I've seen a few TikToks about this but like people who I didn't know were in relationships were just popping up all over like I'd go on like snapchat I'd watch people's stories and they'd post like them and their significant others and I'd be like huh like since when were you guys dating I just find it funny because like a lot of people were talking about that they were like I did not even know that all these people were in relationships and part of it is probably due to the fact that we haven't seen anyone at school um at least for a big chunk of us that haven't had in-person school so like there was no way for us to really know unless they were actively posting each other on social media but like it's funny and even like celebrities I didn't even know like were in relationships they were posting things for Valentine's Day and I was like hmm (laughs) so I thought that that was interesting but as far as my Valentine's Day was pretty chill not that I like don't celebrate Valentine's Day but I've never really had a Valentine's Day where I've done anything super special like I know some people have parents who like give them stuff or whatever like no my my parents don't do anything which I'm not asking for anything because I don't know I just I don't really have a specific reason to celebrate it at least this year so yeah I'm now going to be reading a DM, and this girl said, Hey, I was wondering if I could ask you for some advice. Lately, my mom's been starting to comment on the way my body looks again. I felt really comfortable for a bit of time, but anytime I'm around her, she just looks up and down at me all the time, and she doesn't even listen to me. She just looks at my body and then makes comments like, You don't look as skinny as other girls, or Why do you suddenly look this way? Two years ago, it wasn't like that, which is so ridiculous because I'm a teenager and my body changes all the time. I tried to tell her so often that she should just stop and that it's not funny whatsoever, but she doesn't listen to me and thinks it doesn't hurt me when in reality it really does. Okay, so I have given very similar advice um, before because there was another girl kind of in this situation. And what I would say, just kind of reiterating my thoughts, um, you, I know that like you've told her before that it 
it's not funny and like you don't like it but if there's any way that like you could express that to her further maybe that could be good because honestly she might not understand the magnitude of her words and what she's saying like in the end I would hope that because you're her daughter like she truly cares about you and doesn't want to hurt you and so I feel like if she thinks now that like what she's saying is harmless or she's just trying to you know I don't know I don't even know what she's trying to do but um maybe if she thinks that what she's saying isn't as bad as it actually is you need to like let her know how bad it actually is and how much it's affecting you because if she's unaware of that like there's no way that she'll ever stop because she just doesn't understand how you're feeling so I say really try and talk to her I don't know how close you are with her or anything or how easy it is for you to talk to her about that but if it's possible maybe literally sit down with her or if you're too scared you could text her like I don't know you know what your relationship with your mom is but like maybe just be like hey mom like I understand that you don't think that these comments are hurtful to me but it's honestly affecting my self-esteem and as a teenager I get really insecure so if you could please just not say those things around me anymore I would really appreciate it um, because it's it hurts me and if she knows this and chooses to do nothing about it then I'm sorry because honestly that's not anything that a mother should be doing like if anything she should be uplifting you and giving you compliments and saying don't worry about looking like those other girls instead of being judgmental towards you and I just think that's so unfair so at that point if she still is continuing to give you rude comments I I don't know what you would do honestly the best thing you can do is just take care of yourself and I hope that like you can understand who you are beyond her comments because I know a lot of people like words hurt like that's a phrase for a reason like especially for people who take things to heart I just hope you know in the end that what she says does not actually mean that it's true and I I know that like coming from your mom that can you know make it hurt 10 times more because it's your mom like you care about your her opinion all that but I think like at the end of the day I I don't know what her reasoning behind these words is, but, like, I just hope that you know that you're okay, you look good, you don't have to worry about your body, like, just try not to take what she says completely to heart, as hard as that can be. So, if you talk to her and she still doesn't listen, I really don't know because that's honestly just, it's a bad situation, it's bad parenting, and... I don't know what more you can do other than just like take care of yourself and make sure that you know that like you know your self-worth and you don't need to listen to her. So this person said, hey, I really like this guy, but I don't know how to tell him because I don't think that he likes me back. Do you have any tips on gaining confidence to tell him? Also, we've been only talking for like five days. Okay, I think the issue here is what you just said is that you guys have only been talking for five days. I think at this point, it would be okay to tell him but at the same time maybe just like I don't know maybe just go with the flow and don't worry about confessing your feelings so early or whatever I mean feel free to do so but just like kind of take it slowly like in five days it's kind of hard to get to know someone and you don't 
want to like rush into something like and I I know by like telling someone you like them it doesn't mean that you're in a relationship or blah 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 but I just think that like maybe get to know him pretty well before you decide because like there have been times where it seems like um I've you know had friends even where it's like oh they seem like such great people you know you meet them and then the more you get to know them it's like oh, like, I don't know if this is someone that I actually want to have in my life. So just make sure that, like, this is someone that you actually care about and that you really do like because in five days, yeah, you can learn a lot about someone, but a lot of times it's not enough to really judge. So be careful with that. But as far as just, like, gaining confidence and stuff, um, I think that, like, if you really live by, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, you you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, you know, all those cliche you know basic phrases they're they're true though like if you never tell him how are you ever going to know if it's going to turn into something you'll regret not telling him um so I say just like your mindset is really the biggest part of this um and actually being able to tell him and so if you have a really really strong mindset knowing that like hey it's okay if I get rejected it's okay if he doesn't like me um that's what's going to help you through it because if you prepare yourself for all of the different circumstances or the outcomes of the situation like you'll be ready so if he rejects you you'll be like okay it's okay I I prepared myself for that and like it's fine I can move on and it's okay and if he feels the same way then it's like okay great so I say you might as well do it as long as you're you know sure about the fact that you like him and if you're worried about him not liking you back that's okay I mean so what he doesn't well that sucks now you know he doesn't and you don't have to waste your time worrying about it or you know looking for hints to see if he likes you like then you just know and that's the nice part about it is that you don't have to you know conspire with your friends like oh does he like me or whatever like you just know so I say you just go for it and see what happens and if it's not the outcome you want that's okay it happens for a reason that probably means there's just someone else that's better for you out there so I don't know I I say just go for it and it it really all depends on your mindset okay this next person said hi sister spill can I please have some advice on this basically this this there's this guy let's call him Elmo yes like the puppet (laughs) Um, and we've been friends for a long time and there's this other person, let's call him Aiden. So basically me and Elmo were friends and he's super toxic and he uses gay as an insult and I'm part of the LGBT LGBTQ community. Um, I need to come out to him because like I said, he's super toxic and if I don't, I'm scared he'll hurt me, but I'm also scared that if I tell him, he'll tell Aiden and Aiden has bullied me and called me out. Um, on the fact that I have three disabilities. So if he tells Aiden, I will get super hurt. I don't really know what to do. Do I tell him or not? Can you please help me? Um, I love your podcast. I've listened to all the episodes and I've been, been here since day one. This person also sent a message in after this, but I'm just going to reply to what they already said. So I say, if you have friends around you that you're worried about hurting you, run away. Like, please you do not want to be around these types of people and I understand that when you're dealing with like toxic situations it's not that easy you can't just cut them off because you're afraid of like what they're gonna do or how they're gonna react or whatever but if it needs to come to 
like the point where you have to involve a teacher, a parent, a family member, a counselor, whoever, please do it because it's worth it because you don't want to have to deal with this all on your own, especially if you're worried about someone hurting you. Like when it comes to like physical stuff, like that's when it gets more serious. And so if you are worried about being hurt, then I'd say you really, really need to talk to someone about this. Um, And I'd say as far as like the whole situation about making fun of you because of disabilities and you're worried about, you know, coming out because they use gay as an insult, like that just tells me that these are not good people that you want to be surrounding yourself with. Like they're only going to bring you down the more that you're around them. Like all of their negativity is going to affect you so much more if you continue to stay friends with them or be around them. It's just going to hurt you. It's going to be harmful to your mental health. So I'd say please try your best to get out of this situation as hard as it might be. I think that you really are going to end up in a a bad situation if you stay around these people because they just don't sound good for you at all. Um, And then they also said, I also need some more advice. Um, So basically, I'm bi and my my dad does not really support the LGBTQ community. He said stuff like trans people should not be able to use the opposite gender bathroom and um, I have to sit in the corner and tell him to not say and to tell him to stop saying stuff like that but on top of him saying stuff about the lgbtq community he says stuff like joe biden has done nothing and trump is better than joe biden and kamala harris um but yeah i'm scared if i tell my dad that i'm bi because he likes trump and hates joe biden um that it won't end well okay so sorry this person (laughs) their their message was a little confusing to read so sorry if i was stumbling over my words but anyways okay I'd say he clearly has some strong opinions and I don't know if there's anything you can do about that. So don't try and really change his mind. I mean, obviously it'd be great if you could, but like a lot of times it's a lost cause with people like that who are super passionate about, you know, for example, loving Trump. Um, I find that a lot of times when people like Trump, they're very passionate about him. And once they've got their mind set on liking him, they don't stop. So that's a tough situation to be in, especially when you're part of, like, the LGBTQ community, because that's something that hasn't really been in Trump's favor, um, but I'd say, like, don't come out if you're afraid that it's gonna be a really bad situation for you, I'd say, honestly, like, again, I'm, I'm all for people expressing themselves and being able to come out and share their stories and stuff like that, but when it comes to the point where you're, um, afraid of, like, how he'll react and stuff, if you're really, scared that it's not going to be a good situation I'd say hold off because I don't know what that will turn into I don't know what his reaction will be judging from what you told me it might not be good I don't know though because I'm I'm, I don't know your dad so I'd say just be really careful don't you know hide who you are but if you're not ready to come out to him because you're afraid don't force yourself that that comes with time and so I'd say just make sure that you're you're safe, surround yourself with people who are actually positively influencing you, maybe you know other people um, that are part of like the LGBTQ community that you can like talk to, maybe you can find like a support group, I know people do those online and stuff, or join a group chat where you can talk about this kind of stuff, it's harder for me to give advice on this because I am not a part of that community and like I don't know what it's like to worry about that and so I can only do so much, but I really hope that you get this figured out. 
This person said, hi, Sister Spill. I really need some advice about one of my closest friends. I would really appreciate it if you put this on the podcast, considering it is really different to normal friend drama. So my friend, I'll call her Alyssa, has a lot going on. She's had some online friends since the beginning of quarantine who are pretty cool. There were only two of them in the beginning, but it spanned out to be a whole group. I met the rest in a group chat, and most of them seemed chill, while some I didn't get a good vibe. One of them vapes, which led, to, led me to be very worried about Alyssa because she's a very impulsive person and can be influenced easily. I'm scared that she might get into vaping because of this, and that could ruin our friendship. I also talked about this with our other friend in our friend group. I'll call her Sarah. Sarah also agrees that Alyssa could get into ser serious trouble in the future if this happens. There's also more going on with Alyssa. She came out as bi to me and Sarah in the, in the beginning of quarantine, which we were completely acceptive of. She then came out again as Pan, which we supported her again, but it soon got to be annoying because it seemed like like all she would talk about when we hung out would be her sexuality and relationships when that's not what me and Sarah want to talk about all the time. Alyssa can also be a rule breaker, which is the opposite of me and Sarah. We're very worried about her and concerned. We don't want to lose our friendship with her because we love her very much. Please help. Thank you. Okay, so you're right about this being a unique situation. Um, I think that like from both sides, there could be improvement as far as like the, f the friendship goes because I think for her I really understand how you can be concerned about her getting into stuff like vaping and stuff obviously that's not anything that you want to see people you care about get into because I personally have seen that and it's not it's not a good thing you know I worry about my friends too um I had a good friend that really got into that and I you know tried to tell her to stop I tried you know doing all these things and it didn't really work um <laughs> which is hard because when you care about someone and you have a really close friendship with someone, it's not something that you want to see. But at the same time, I have learned to just accept the fact that like she has chosen that and that's her life. And something that I've really realized um, recently is that like no matter how many times you tell someone to stop doing something, they are the only person that will actually choose to stop themselves, you know? Like, people can, like, give you advice and stuff, but in the end, like, you're the person that controls your life, and so it's got to be your mindset that stops you from doing things that are, like, harmful to you. So even if she, like, does get into bad things, like, you can tell her to stop. You can tell her that you're worried about her, all that stuff, and yes, that might help to an extent, but, like, in the end, it's her mind that is choosing to be a part of this and that's very hard it's very hard to change people's minds because people can be very stubborn so I'd say just you know keep an eye out on her and try and prevent her from getting into anything like that um but in the case that she does get into anything bad that you think is not good for her I'd say at one point you might have to accept it and I know that that sounds kind of grim and negative and it's like well why would I accept that like I don't support that I agree I 100% agree I don't want to see you know people around me get into things like in your example vaping um but once people try that stuff like and they've decided that that's something that they want to do it's very hard to get them to stop like I said like when people get addicted to things like sometimes telling them that they should stop actually makes it worse because they're like oh I want to rebel I don't want to listen to these people these people are saying it's so bad for me well I'll just do it more you know so you have to be very careful in situations like that if she like you said she's like an impulsive person so I'm guessing she's that also means she's kind of rebellious too and so if she is that kind of person sometimes with those types of people it's very hard to like control their actions because you 
might tell them to do something and they want to rebel against you so they won't listen to you and that's very very hard to deal with sometimes especially when it's a close friend that you care about because you don't want her want her to get into that kind of stuff um so I just say be prepared that like she might get into stuff that you don't support and if that breaks up your friendship that is really unfortunate but sometimes people really really change I don't know how old you are but I know that like from middle school entering into high school a lot of people that I knew changed or got into things that I didn't support and it kind of you know made me drift away from certain friendships and stuff but that happens and I know that you feel super close with her now but like maybe it's not meant to be a friendship for the long run you never know like I I I have a friend that like I was really really close with in fifth grade and I know that's a long time ago but you know in fifth grade like she was literally like a sister to me and you know she had some unfortunate stuff happen in her life and so we drifted apart she ended up going to a different school and moving for a little bit and then moving back so it was just very hard for us to keep in touch but she also in the midst of all of that because there were like bad things going on in her life going on in her life she turned to you know things like vaping and you know running away from her house and um literally like going missing sometimes and like you know I'd be worried about her but I also hadn't talked to her in a while so it was very hard um but I kind of just had to accept recently that like that friendship is is not what it was back in fifth grade obviously she's a very different person and you know people choose to go down different paths they choose to make bad choices and that's how friendships drift apart and at one point there might not be anything that you can do to stop her and I know that that again all sounds very grim and negative and like she's not even to that point yet but if you feel that like maybe she could get to that point I'm just trying to prepare you for like how that might unfold and so if she does get to the point where she's getting into stuff that you guys don't support that might just have to be something that you accept and if you guys can accept that then your friendship with her might drift away and it sucks that way but there's only so much that you can do for her as far as like being concerned and stuff because in the end she's going to do what she wants and that's very hard to hear I know but um yeah it's it's kind of the truth of it so I'd say um as far as what you said about like her always talking about her sexuality and relationships when you guys hang out I think maybe there's I mean I don't know if like she just doesn't have a chance to talk about that with anyone else and maybe that's why she pours it all on you guys or maybe she's just excited about this and she's figuring things out about herself new things all the time and she just wants to share it with her good friends like I'm sure that she has good intentions with that but if you feel that it's like disrupting um the time that you guys have with each other where you know you feel like you can't talk about anything else except for her that's when things get really hard because I've had friends like that where it's like a very one-sided thing like I will talk to them and they will you know barely acknowledge what I say and then they'll just talk about themselves for an hour and so it's very very hard when you have friendships like that because you know you want to be friends with her of course I can tell how much you care about her but like at the same time there's issues blocking you know communication and stuff like that and so I think I really think that like the biggest issue I have with people who come to me for advice not that I have an issue with you guys I love you guys but a lot of you guys come to me for advice and everything that you write in the messages that you guys send to me is exactly what you should be saying to that other person like if your friend Alyssa saw this message that you sent to me and read it she would 
completely understand how much you care about her and so I think that like sometimes what people are overlooking like you guys that asked me for advice is that like communication really is a big part of friendships relationships um relationships with your parents or other things going on in your life like if that other person doesn't know how you feel and you're coming to me for advice first before you communicate with them I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because I know it's very hard to like talk to people but I'm just saying that like if these people knew how you really truly feel if you said to them what you're saying to me I think that like the outcome would be a lot better because they would really understand where you're coming from so I say in your situation like you really need to tell her everything that you're telling me say hey I really love you I really care about you and I'm just afraid that you're going to be badly influenced by these friends and I'm not trying to say that in a rude way but it's truly because I care about you and I also feel like when we hang out we don't have much time to talk about other things because it seems like you are focusing a little bit more on yourself um you know I'm not trying to be condescending but like sometimes we want to talk about stuff that we care about too so there are like healthy ways to maintain friendships and I think communication is literally the biggest thing that you can do to improve any sort of relationship because if the other person does not know that you're feeling all this how are they going to know that they need to improve you know what I'm saying so I hope that that helps you I also got a message from someone saying, can you talk about how to glow up? Um, I think that this this is an interesting request because I feel like glowing up for people can mean a lot of different things. Like for some people, you might think that a glow up means completely changing your look or dyeing your hair or learning how to do makeup or whatever it is. But I think that a lot of people are overlooking the fact that a glow up is not just your exterior appearance. A lot of it is like your mindset, how you mature, how you change over time, what your beliefs are are turning into as you get older, like whatever it might be. Um, a lot of people focus on glow ups and think that they have to look a certain way, but a lot of times it's your mindset that really needs to be changed because, you know, you can have a glow up and still not be happy like and when I say glow up I mean traditional glow up like oh you know look at me freshman year and look at me now like I'm I'm so pretty like wow can't believe I used to look like that and you know I enjoy those TikTok transformation videos just as much as the next person but I think that like it's too it's too popular popularized um in our society especially with young people it's like there's almost a pressure to have a glow up where it's like, oh, like I need to look this certain way. Or, you know, once I get my nails done and dye my hair and learn to do my makeup and get a better wardrobe, then I'll be set. But you can get all those things and get to that point And then you're like, oh, well, I'm almost there. I just need to um, buy a car and get three more friends and then I'll be there. And then you buy a car and get three more friends and you're like, oh, I'm still not happy. I need to do something else. And it's just a constant cycle if you think about it. And so you're never really going to be happy unless you just accept yourself the way you are. And I know that that is the hardest thing ever. I still haven't even done that. So I'm probably not in the best position to be giving you guys that advice. But if someone else can take what I'm saying and actually apply it to their life and have a successful outcome, then that's where I'm like, okay, this is this is why I'm giving advice, but I really think that like a lot of times people are insecure or feel that they need a glow up because that's what they're thinking. People have negative mindsets. They think I'm not good enough. I don't have the best body. I have a terrible style. I don't have enough friends and 
that's super harmful because you're never going to have enough. You can be the richest person in the world and probably still desire something. Everyone wants something. There's always something that people are looking out for or want to buy or want to uh, improve about themselves. Like it just never really ends. You're, You're constantly growing and changing and evolving your mindset and all this kind of stuff. So it's impossible to I know I'm probably getting deeper than like what you thought I would respond with, but like it's very, it's just a never ending cycle. And so at one point you got to sit and look at yourself and be like, okay, if I couldn't change anything about myself and I just had to stay this way for the rest of my life, am I able to accept that? You know? So I don't know if you guys are really grasping what I'm saying, but like sometimes a glow up isn't really what you need. It's more of a, more of a mindset glow up where you're like, okay, yeah, like I'm not discouraging you guys from getting your nails done or trying to dye your hair or learn new hairstyles or cut it or whatever you want to do to have that traditional glow up that everyone talks about. But just make sure that you know in your mind that that's it's not going to fix everything. So if you're relying on a glow up to be like this big transformation that's going to make everyone like you or whatever, it's it's not. It's not all that you think it is. Um, and I've been learning that. And I'm still learning about that specifically. So um, I don't know. If you're looking to have a glow up, I'd say really look within yourself. And like for me, that might be meditating and thinking about things or writing down things or um learning more about myself and for other people it's I'm gonna get my nails done and that's my transformation and that's fine like everyone has a different definition of a glow up like I said but I think if you're relying on that to like change your life don't because in the end you're you're never gonna really achieve what you truly like and that's really not meant to be negative it's not I think some people might take this the wrong way but it's more just like I'm not saying you can never achieve happiness or accept yourself no absolutely not you totally can get to that point but I'm just saying that like you can't rely on having a glow up and having it change your whole life you know what I'm saying so that's all that's not meant to be negative I hope that you guys understand what I'm saying but I don't know if I really explained it as well as I wanted to so anyways tips on having a glow up I'd say some of the biggest things that I would look for in a glow up with people is like, yeah, sure, looks. If I was, you know, comparing someone in middle school to them now, I'd be like, okay, they have a glow up because they look really good now. But I also pay attention to things like personality. Like, oh, this person this person used to be a really close-minded, like, rude person back in middle school and now they're just super nice. Like, that's a glow up to me, you know, or, you know, this person never used to dress the way that they wanted to and now they're embracing their true style, like, that's a glow up to me too, so I think that a glow up can mean a lot of different things and just find the area that you want to improve in the most, if maybe you feel like you need to work on your personality in some way, work on that and that can be your own glow up, so I think that, I don't know, just figure out what you want and try and achieve that, but also remember, don't push yourself too hard and try and look like everyone else or be pressured to have a glow up like everyone else because it's just not reality. 
Hi sister Spill. So um I'm in this trio friendship. It we've been in a friendship since around like early September. And I actually know them when we were actually in school, but now we're doing virtual school, so it's been a while now and I've been feeling really left out lately. Like I told them to the two times that I'm not sure if it's going to work out and um if we're gonna be friends anymore. I'm not, I just don't know what to do. They told me to stay or like your best friends forever and stuff like that, but I just don't know. Like, I'm not sure if I'm like late on everything, I'm missing out on everything, and I'm sorry if you're tired of these stories, but that's all I have to say. Thing. So I try to avoid the friendship, you know, problems, but it's been a little while, and I feel like yours is a little different than a lot of people's toxic friendship stories. So that's why I decided to put this in. But I really do feel bad for you because I. I don't know, you just seem sad in your voice recording and it makes me sad because I've been there, you know, I feel like everyone has had a point in their life where they've felt left out. Maybe you had a group of three and you're the odd one out or even a bigger group, a group of five and all four of them are talking and you're the one that's like kind of just there. Like it it sucks to be left out. That's that's a, one of the worst feelings to have, especially when you're like younger. Like I remember middle school, like feeling left out was something that I hated. Now I don't really experience it as much just because I'm mostly one-on-one -on -one with people when I hang out with them. But yeah, it's still, it's a horrible feeling. And so I'm sorry that you're going through that. I'd say like the biggest thing, like I just said to the last person, I would say take my advice from the not the last person, but the other person with the friendship issues. Um, take my advice from that and apply it to your situation as well because really communication is key and that's what I want to say for this is because if these two girls um, don't know that you're feeling this way, they won't know that they're leaving you out and you know, maybe they're doing it on purpose because I know that some girls are just mean and they do that. Um, but if like they truly are unaware that they're doing this, it would be really helpful for them to know and be like, oh no, like we've been leaving her out this whole time. Like we need to be more conscious, conscious about that and try and improve um, our friendship dynamic to make sure that she feels included. And I think that that's a big thing. And so my advice to you is basically communicate with them. I don't know if you guys have a group chat together. You probably do. I don't know. But if not, make a group chat with them and text them and be like, hey guys, like I just wanted to let you know, like I'm just kind of feeling left out recently. And I don't know if you guys have been meaning to do this. Probably not. But like, I just feel a little behind and not really knowing what's going on lately. And so I'd appreciate it if maybe I could be included a little bit more. And that's it. Like, see what they have to say about it. And if they are like, okay, cool. And then they just never improve, then maybe it's time for you to kind of reevaluate your friendship with them. Because any good friend would look at a text like that and be like, oh no, that makes me so sad that she feels that way. Like, let's do something to make her feel included. And if they are true friends, they will really improve themselves. But if they're not, things will just never change. And so I think that that gives you kind of incentive to kind of figure out if this is a friendship you want to be in um but yeah that is all the advice that I'm giving for today I just wanted to let you guys know that I do have some offers for people to be in my podcast so my next podcast episode might be a guest episode which I'm excited for because it's just regular you know teens like me or people who are interested in talking about things like body image and other exciting things that I feel like a lot of people need to listen to. So look out for that next week. I'm very excited for that. Um, but now I'm going to get into the tea like usual. I wanted to talk about um, 
this prank that Bryce Hall uh, tried to pull on the media recently. At first I thought it was on Addison, but I was like, uh, I don't think that he would do that to her just because I feel like that's kind of a a bad prank to do, especially in the eye of of the public. But basically he and Lauren Gray paired up. Um, they were kind of, you know, friends back in the musically day, like they know each other. Um, and so they paired up and they both are dating people. So it's not like anything was going on anyways. You know, Bryce is with Addison and Lauren is dating this guy. Um, so, you know, nothing to worry about there, but Addison and Lauren's boyfriend agreed that like, you know, this is fine. They can play this prank and Bryce and Lauren have been friends. So whatever. So basically Bryce decided to pull a prank on the media, like all the paparazzi, all the drama channels, just everyone that he was cheating on Addison. And it, I never really believed it. Cause I was like, okay, what weird YouTube video is Bryce doing today? Like, I didn't really think much of it, but I guess some of his younger fans actually believed it. And so they were like sending hate um, to Lauren and Bryce, like, oh, why would you do this? But I, you know, everyone like kind of older knew that like it was a prank immediately. We were just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, this is weird. I don't know what he's doing, but he's definitely not cheating on Addison. And we also all knew because, um, well, what he did, I'll rewind a little bit. So he FaceTimed Lauren. He was like, yo, you want to do this prank? And she's like, sure, I'm down. And so they paired up with Kevin Wong, who is kind of like a Hollywood fix type reporter. He's not the Hollywood fix, but just one of those influencer paparazzis that kind of goes around LA following people, you know, you know how those paparazzis are. So anyways, they paired up with him and he agreed to like play this prank um, with them. And so they all met up, Lauren, Bryce, and Kevin, and he agreed to like photograph them as they were like eating dinner at this or eating lunch or something at this restaurant, like laughing. Like there was one where like, I think Lauren was like feeding food to Bryce or vice versa. I don't remember, but just like silly things. Like it was just, you know, cringy. Um, and then it was like them walking down the street, holding hands and stuff. But in that picture, people noticed that um, Bryce had a little mic strapped to his shirt. So obviously they knew it was, it was for a video. Um, and that's how people knew right away. But still some people somehow after that thought that this was real. I guess it was just the younger kids that follow Bryce and they were like, oh, Bryce, how could you do this to Addison? Which I thought was kind of funny. But yeah, there were, there were some people talking about it like, oh, why is Bryce cheating on Addison? But I think he kind of blew his cover when people noticed the mic on his shirt. Otherwise, maybe some people would have been more skeptical, but still, like, I wouldn't have believed that just because I know that they're both dating people and Bryce and Lauren, like, that is the least likely couple that would happen, honestly. Like, yeah, they know each other, but I really don't think that they've met up or talked in a long time, so that would have been a very odd person for Bryce to be cheating on Addison with. Um, but anyways, I just thought that that was an interesting idea that he had. I, I enjoyed the fact that he was trying to play a prank on the media because, you know, they were probably like, oh, what's going on? Um, so I think that's pretty funny, but I don't really think that it worked. So don't know what the point of all of that was, if there was any outcome to that, but I thought that was kind of a funny tea thing. Um, and then as far as other tea, I feel like things have been so dry lately and there's a reason that I haven't made videos, um, first and foremost, because I'm so worried about all these other things in my life and school. It's just been crazy. Um, I actually, in the middle of recording this podcast, I got a message from my second period teacher saying, 
hey guys, I just tested for, um, tested positive for COVID, so I cannot obviously teach you in school, um, in person, so tomorrow I'm not actually gonna go to school for first and second period, at least, because there's no point in me waking up early, going to first period, coming back home for second period, because I can't go to second period in person, and then coming back to school, like, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense for me, so I'll probably just show up third period and fourth period and then leave, um, because that's when school ends, so that's unfortunate, she said for the next 10 days she can't come to school, which I thought it was 14 days, but I think they've kind of changed the guidelines a little bit, so yeah, she can't teach me anymore for second period, so I'm like, okay, guess I'm staying home, which is honestly fine by me, because I don't really want to (laughs) go, to that class in person, um, thought that was some interesting news, but anyways, back to the tea, um, yeah, the reason I haven't been uploading videos is literally because, one, I feel like I'm just so overwhelmed with stuff in my life that, like, by the time I finish all my homework and stuff, it's, like, I don't even have the motivation to make a video, which sucks because I feel bad for not uploading content for you guys, um, but then, second of all, I feel like there really hasn't been, like, good content to post about, like, I don't know, Charlie hasn't gotten into drama, Addison hasn't, Bryce did that little prank, but I don't really feel like that's newsworthy, like, there are little topics, of course, but I just feel like I really want to transition my channel more into um, investigative reporting, so I want to do a video on, I don't know if any of you guys ever watched the Shaytards when you were younger, they're a family channel, if you guys are younger, you probably didn't watch them, but some of you older people who listen to my podcast, you might know of them or have heard of them, and they were just, like, this really big family channel on YouTube, and they, I guess, the dad, like, cheated on the mom, and they had all of this, like, family drama, and so it's a very interesting story, because it's like, oh, you know, these family vlog channels aren't all that they seem, and so I really want to do a whole video on that, because kind of like a what happened to video, um, because those tend to be popular on my channel, and I really just want to transition my channel less about tea, um, and more about, like, what happened to this person, and kind of digging deeper into topics, not to, like, worry you guys, or be like, oh, you know, Sister Spill's never gonna talk about tea again, like, no, that's not true at all, it's just, for the smaller topics, I feel like it's hard when these videos take me hours to make, like, it's not necessarily worth it, in my opinion, to make a video on something that's very, very small and insignificant rather than like, oh, Charlie and Little Huddy are back together. Like, that's a pretty big topic. I'd probably make a video on that. Um, But it's hard for me to like see one topic that's trending for a day and then it go away. And I'm like, well, why did I just spend hours making this video on it when no one's even talking about it anymore? You know what I'm saying? Not to sound like negative. Again, it's just it's hard for me to kind of find topics that I, I guess I'm just picky, like, I, I only want to make topics about certain things, and I hope that that does not upset you guys, but it, it is hard, um, but anyways, that's kind of where I'm at as far as my channel is going, I really want to make that Shaytards video soon, and the only thing that's been stopping me is just because I've been busy, and things have been crazy, but I really do want to get to that, and I also have some really good ideas besides that coming up, so excited for that, um, I can't even think of other tea that happened recently. I don't know if, like, I'm just blanking, but I don't know. I feel like things have really been dry recently, which is crazy. Um, Something random I wanted to talk about, too, is that I I was watching a Netflix documentary series. Um, I finished it all, basically, in 
one day. I watched a little bit of it last night and then a little bit this morning and I finished it. It's a four-part series, not super long, um, but it's called Crime Scene, The Murder at the Cecil Hotel. If any of you guys are into crime or like dark stuff like that, um, but warning, it is pretty dark. So like if you're younger, don't watch that unless you like can really handle it. Um, I just, if you guys are into crime and need a recommendation, you should watch that on Netflix because I found it to be really fascinating. Um, I had heard about the case before, but I didn't really know all the details to it. So it was really cool to like watch a series about it. Um, so yeah, if you guys are looking for Netflix recommendations, I suggest watching that only if you can handle dark stuff. Because the thing about like documentary series is that it's not like a horror movie where it can just be like, oh, it's Hollywood, like it's fake, nothing to worry about because it's actually real, you know, it's a documentary, it's, it's a true story, and they're just retelling it, so, um, yeah, that's kind of just something random that I wanted to mention, but as far as that goes, I think I'm gonna end the podcast here, because I didn't realize how long it was getting, and I still have homework to do, guys, I swear I do not manage my time well enough, or, you know what, it's not even that, it's more the fact that, like, I do my best work at night. I'm such a night owl and I like am the most productive at night rather than the morning. I know it's flipped for some people. And so that's why I'm like always recording my podcasts at night rather than earlier in the day um, or doing my homework late at night. It's just, that's literally when I focus best. I don't know why. It's kind of unfortunate because I always end up staying late doing stuff, but that's just how I work. So anyways, guys, without further ado, I'm going to end this podcast here. Um, if you guys want to follow my Sister Spill um, Instagram, it's at sisterspillyt. You can DM me and ask me for advice there. Or you can follow my new account that is just dedicated only to my podcast and it's called Spillcast Official on Instagram. And you can ask me for advice in the DMs there. It doesn't matter which account you you ask for, but it might be easier if you do it on the Spillcast official one, just because then I can kind of sort all of my regular DMs from my podcast DMs. That makes it kind of easier. Um, But yeah, feel free to DM me on either of those accounts if you want advice, or you can send me a voice message, message through Anchor by just clicking the link that I'll put in the description of my podcast episode. You click that, you have to sign up with Anchor, um, but then you can send me a voice message. Remember, guys, if you're not comfortable with your voice, that's okay. I can always change it so it doesn't sound like you and no one will hear your your real voice. Um, And yeah, feel free to send me in voice messages, whether it be through Instagram or Anchor. I'm excited to hear you guys' stories. And if you have any requests for what I should talk about in my next podcast episode, feel free. Like I said, it's probably a guest episode, but I mean, you know, the one after that. So I hope that you guys have a great Monday night or whatever day you're listening to this on. And I will talk to you guys hold on if you listen to this podcast all the way through dm me your favorite book if you read and if you don't read then just dm me i don't read and i'll know that you don't read so um yeah anyways i'll talk to you guys next week